snuggled in the Tuscarora Mountains, just outside Carlisle, Pennsylvania, lies a futuristic mirrored building hidden from the public eye. Only a few hundred elite computer engineers know of its existence. This building is heavily guarded 24 hours a day. Why such secrecy in these beautiful mountains of Pennsylvania? Inside its confines, this country's best computer engineers and researchers work diligently on the next generation of computers. Computers so sophisticated they will someday render all others obsolete. The prize rested atop a green and black swirled marble pedestal in the center of the vault. This computer was like none other. In the wrong hands, this prize would stand to profit billions, if not trillions. Hi, I'm Kevin Scott. I called today about the computer you have for sale. Ed took in a deep breath and answered him. Yes, Mr. Scott, here it is on the counter. How do you turn it on? he asked. Ed looked over his shoulder and replied, I haven't the slightest idea. Kevin looked up at Ed and said, I don't know. I had something less complex in mind. Ed spun the computer around and agreed with him. You're right, it's too complicated for me too. How about 50 bucks and it's yours? Kevin bent over and looked at the nuclear fusion symbol again and said, No, I need something more simplified. Just as he was about to rise up, the white diode glowed brightly. Kevin noticed the small lens focusing on his face. He decided it might be worth 50 bucks. I've changed my mind. I'll take it. After washing the dinner dishes, Kevin figured it was time to try to communicate with the mysterious black box. Kevin pulled his chair up to the blank computer and said, I know you can hear me, and I know you watch things. I've seen you watching the television. So, how is it done? Hocus Pocus? Remote camera? CIA? Or candid camera? It's got to be some kind of trick. When he looked up at the computer screen, he noticed it was on, and flashing in green letters, it read, Do you want to run the Angie program, yes or no? Kevin looked up into the air and said, Thank you. Then, addressing the computer, he said, Yes, I want to run it. Nothing happened, so he slowly repeated it. Yes, I want to run the program. Again, nothing happened. Kevin reached up and touched the flashing yes on the screen. The writing on the screen disappeared and then read, System is operational. Kevin watched the screen before lightly touching the speaker pictured on the screen. May I help you, sir? The computer asked in a pleasant female voice. It sounded like the voice of an angel to Kevin's ears. Awesome! he cried out. You talk! Yes, sir, I do, in 120 languages. Which language do you prefer as your default? The computer inquired. English. English would be just fine. The computer displayed the words English, English, and said, Sir, would that be the King's English or American English?
Kevin felt stupid for not giving the correct response and replied, American English. Would you please say your last name, sir? Kevin leaned forward and said, Scott. Please touch the quadrant for which you would like a sampling of the dialect. I can't make up my mind, he said. Sir, would you like me to set a default dialect? You can do that? Yes. Then I would like you to choose. Are you still there? asked Kevin. Yes, sir, Mr. Scott. I am here. How are we doing this evening? said the sexy voice. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling great. You're for real, right? If you mean, am I not imaginary? You are right. I do exist.